0: Jobs app today.
1: Oh, what is happening? Happy Friday. It is a very happy Friday. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. Three things I think you need to know. Pretty sure that you get, uh, number one, right? 4.1% growth for the GDP with the OPP. You know me. That's right. 4.1% growth. Apparently, the Trumpster is going to speak on the economy in a little bit. Maybe we'll carry some of that. Um, highest GDP since 2014. There were some people that wanted five. I get it. Why not? Want more? Why want less? Like some people here in Tucson business, I talked to business owners. Hey, would you like more people in your business? No, we're busy enough. What business owner says you're busy enough? How do you not want to push for more? Be more successful? I don't get it. Whatever. Um, We'll talk more about that because we have to, and we will. Second thing that I think you need to know, oh, man, the president Fires up on Twitter today. Apparently, Michael... And I don't even want to really talk about this. I mean, do you want to? Do you have to? Michael Cohen, uh, his disgraced uh, scummy attorney... Former attorney, I should say. Right? His disgraced uh, former scummy... He is still scummy, though. That's not former. Anyway, apparently, he, he claims... Sources telling him... There's actually... There's literally no evidence. Says that Trump somehow knew about a meeting between Russians and Don Jr., which, again... Literally means nothing. So the Trumpster fired off on Twitter today. I didn't know of my of the meeting with my son, Don Jr. Sounds to me like someone is trying to make up stories in order to get himself out of an unrelated jam. Taxi cabs, maybe, which is exactly why Michael Cohen is in the crosshairs. Uh, about taxi, dan, taxi cab medallions and the cost. They're a lot of money. So anyway, that happened. So he said, he Trump goes, he even retained Bill and Crooked Hillary's lawyer. Gee, I wonder if they helped him make the choice. So uh, the Trumpster is firing off on all cylinders about that. Third thing that I think you need to know. I thought this was interesting. All of a sudden, Nancy Pelosi, in her media, in her her press conference, referred to 9-11 as... Well, she downplayed it a lot. She said it was an incident. There you go. And also claimed Democrats are strong on borders, which is this woman? I think she's high. I think there's a very good chance she's actually high or losing it or who knows. There's got to be something right. Three things I think you need to know. There's so much more. Ah, There's like 55 things. Twitter. Don't you love this crap? I social media is the future. Real quick before the GDP. I should have done this is one of the three things, but I like the Nancy Pelosi story also. Twitter stock drops 14%. Uh, Facebook, $100 billion in losses in just a couple of days. Biggest loss in stock market history. Um, it dropped yesterday 19%. I, Are they realizing there's no way to monetize this stuff? No one's questioning the genius aspect of it. No one's questioning uh, that, That I mean, it really is revolutionary, both of these things, the way people can communicate. I get it. It just can't be monetized. I, I laugh at, no offense to business owners out there, you get some pretty damn good success here on KNST. Um, but some people say, well, I, I buy Facebook ads. I do this on Twitter. but You can't monetize it, man. You can monetize radio. You can't monetize the social media. I'm... How did Facebook make the money? Because do you know anybody that's ever clicked on a Facebook ad? I mean, maybe you see, you might see a couple of ads somebody puts their business out there or something like that. I mean, does it really work that well? Does it, does it grab your attention? Is it something that, to me, it's obvious Facebook made their money selling data for a long time. Uh, how, you know, and, and the revenues, the revenues that they, they can't tell me the revenues, or maybe it is around the world by selling those little ads. Is that really what it is? I mean, it's got to be the whole data thing. It's got to be. But whatever. Um, let's focus on some good stuff, right? Uh four point one percent growth in GDP. Um this is this is pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. You want to hear something funny before we get into the uh some, some unbelievable things that are going on right now? Because this is not gonna stop, by the way. This is going to continue. But yesterday, on Chris Matthews show, which I know you don't watch. Don't worry. You don't have to watch it. You, you don't have to watch it. Okay. Um, on Chris Matthews show, someone named Ruth Marcus. Do you know Ruth Marcus? She works for the Washington Post. She's the deputy editorial page editor, and she's a columnist. And she also suffers from Trump election derangement syndrome. Now, the, num- the, the GDP number came out 45 minutes ago. This is last night on Chris Matthews show on MSNBC. It's called Hardball. Uh, they're previewing the GDP number. They know it's going to be huge, and they just can't accept it. Listen.
2: President Trump is going to take a lot of credit for these good numbers. Don't believe him. He's, uh, it's a lot of people who bought things because they're worried about his tariffs and a lot of false growth from uh, false tax growth. cuts juicing the economy that it's going to then slow oh. down. Don't buy it.
1: What, are the tax, tax cuts going to just randomly stop? It's not like it's the stimulus where you get a one-time check or something like that. You're going to pay a lower tax rate the entire year. People are buying stuff ahead of tariffs. Yeah, that's true. I mean, my wife and I, we stocked up on aluminum. We just decided, we're like, we need aluminum. We need some steel. We're going to stick in the backyard for a rainy day, just in case. Well, you I mean businesses, Garrett? Ah, I know businesses. Yep, yep, yep. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Uh-huh. <clears throat> right. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just juicing it up in a false way. The tax cuts are working exactly like they were supposed to work. Companies of all different sizes, corporations, of course, are big, companies, whatever you want, they're taking the money and they're reinvesting back into their own company. They're spending money to expand, to grow. They're hiring humans. They're doing that kind of stuff. People are also taking their money that they can get back in tax tax cuts and they are putting it back into the market. They're putting it into companies and they want that. They want their money to make money. That's how it works. Can you believe it? They literally are making a, they knew it was happening. That was, they fired off a shot yesterday because they knew Trump was going to do well. And again, they can't see through their blind freaking hatred of them. No matter what it is, they got to make excuses for the goodness. Now, when Obama failed, it was never his fault. Trump succeeds. It's not because of him. Not because of him. Right? This is insane. Okay? Um, non-residential fixed investment, meaning not people that own their homes, right? I mean, non-residential fixed investment or spending on equipment, ready? Right? That I means sp- businesses. You know, spending on equipment, structures, intellectual property, rose seven point three percent in the second quarter. It rose eleven and a half percent in the first quarter. Huh. it's not bad. Now think of everything, okay? The, the Trumps have just got an agreement, and it's not 100% ironed out yet, but they came to an agreement with the EU. We played the highlights yesterday. So we're gonna, we opened up all kinds of free and fair trade with the European Union. So all the countries there, we're lowering tariffs, getting rid of them, getting rid of trade barriers, you name it, right? Coming up with things that are going to make it much easier for us to export, meaning we can make more stuff here, create more jobs, export more to them. We'll be able to import more, much more easily as well. Uh, we're all going to get rich. Now, Mexico was in the White House yesterday, right? They're in the White House. Wilbur Ross says we're a couple of, it looks like maybe a couple of months away from the whole NAFTA situation. Well, not never, The agreement, a trade agreement in Mexico. And once that happens, you know, Canada's going to say, holy crap, we can't be left out. And they're going to come back. It's all working. And the reason Mexico is in, because they realize they need us. Things get updated. It's okay. And Canada needs us. And they don't want to be, we are the the ultimate superpower. We are the ultimate economy. Everybody wants to do business with us. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. It's not a, a braggadocious thing. It's just the way it is. So we have that. So, and by the way, one of the things that was huge yesterday is the fact that liquefied natural gas, the fact that we're going to export it to the European Union, that's the future right there. Liquefied natural gas. LNG, as Trumpster called it. That's a big deal. It's going to create even more jobs here. Unbelievable jobs here. And we are just opening those markets to what we have. So we have all this great stuff going. Everything is coming to fruition. We live, unfortunately, in a social media world where... We want stuff tomorrow and want instant gratification. Why can't this be done now? Now, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but it's working. We're 18 months into this administration, 18 months. We got six and a half years to go. Let's ride this wave, baby. Let's ride it. And what the president's doing with all these trade agreements, restructuring all this stuff, getting NAFTA back on track, he's setting the table for the next generation. Whoever's president after that, are they going to screw this stuff up? I mean, there's always a chance, either side. But that's what they're going to do. He's setting the table, all the trade deals, everything, to make sure everything in the future is going to be much, much, much more fair. And at the same time, punishing our big enemy, which is China, which does nothing but steal our intellectual property and uh, and rip us off bigly. When China files a trade, listen, Trump said, forget the WTO, the World Trade Organization, and filing complaints. We're going to slap some tariffs on you if you don't want to do. You don't want to come back to Earth and make things more fair. What does China do? They complain to the World Trade Organization. They file a complaint against us for tariffs. You know what's going to do? Nothing. There are so many good things happening. So many good things happening. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I'm telling you, this is, uh, this is incredible. Absolutely incredible what's happening. Let's, let's squeeze in a call. Chuck, welcome to KNST. Hey, Chuck. Good morning, sir. What's happening? You have to
3: refresh my memory. Were the people on the Chris Matthews show warning us when the Obama administration was uh, creating money out of thin air and investing it in mortgage backed securities to prop up the stock market and the housing market?
1: <laughs> I know they had tingles running up their leg, if I recall.
3: Uh, yeah, I'll tell you the difference is when, when the Trump administration raises the interest rate, the stock market doesn't crash.
1: You know, it's interesting. And Trump is so against the interest rate going up because he's, listen, he's a builder. He likes to borrow money and use it. To make money, so he wants he wants easy money, cheap money. That's what he wants.
3: Two two other things. Yeah. They just opened a steel mill, reopened it in Illinois. Yeah. And secondly, I'm not tired of winning yet. So have a good day.
1: See you, man. Yeah, you know what? And I saw there's a there's a viral clip going around now. Trump uh, was talking to a bunch of steel workers out there in Illinois yesterday, and uh, one of the guys named Tony. The only name is Tony. He was going around. He was walking out, and somebody some TV station caught him and did a Facebook live with him. And the guy was tearing up. He was crying. And he said, I was out of work for two and a half years. Two and a half years out of work. Right? And he said, we're now back. You know, is everything better in Trump? Of course it's better. We're back. We're back. Right? And it just shows you, the guy's out of work for two and a half years. There's a thought for some reason in this country that people don't want to work. People do want to work. Now, there are some that don't. Don't get me wrong. But most, I would say way more than most, Americans do want to work. They they like looking at themselves. They like having pride in themselves, looking themselves in the mirror, knowing they're providing for their family. They don't have to depend on anybody else. They don't depend on the government, anything like that. They want to work. This guy's had to work two and a half years. Trump gets in there, rolls back regulations lowers the taxes, all of a sudden says we need steel back, says we're not going to buy cheap steel from China, which is which is basically, you know, they're suckering us. It's like a Trojan horse. If all of a sudden we get all our steel from China and we, guess what? Again, we build our military weapons with, with, with steel. All of a sudden China says, you know, what? we're cutting you off. We can't build our military. They have, a, they have a military that's maxed out. We're in trouble. Trump knows this. What the hell was Obama and Bush doing? And Clinton. 624. Um, it's going to be a fun show. A very, very, very fun show. We have a lot to talk about. Um, we have so many sound bites. Oh, wait a you hear, I got to talk about what happened at the beer club for men last night. Oh yeah, there was a lady that didn't realize where she was in Tucson, or at Mister Ron? At Mister Ron's. Oh, okay. And uh, she, when she realized that there were a bunch of Trump supporters in the house, she wasn't very happy. So what do you think happened? We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It's, it's, it's really that good. I mean, it's unbelievable. We'll play for you. Maybe the craziest thing Nancy Pelosi said though, first coming up uh, in about five minutes, because uh, she literally insane, insane, Nancy. There's, there's something very, very wrong with good old Nancy. Something very wrong with her. We'll continue. KNST AM 790 Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. What up? What's going on with you? 641. It is a very, very fun Friday. Because uh, we're all getting rich. We should be. Three things I think you need to know. Is that all you care about? Shut up. Yes, actually, yes. What do you guys care about? Uh, Three things I think you need to know. Number one, GDP out... Second quarter GDP growth, 4.1%. 4.1% incredible stuff. Second thing, and by the way, the Trumpster is going to speak soon. I think we're going to be able to carry that for you. Uh, He's going to talk about the jobs and everything else, uh, the jobs numbers, or the growth of the economy, I should say. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, man, oh, man, oh, man, I do like this one, actually. Um, Facebook, Twitter, social media, the future taking a beating, man. Twitter down 14%. Facebook lost another 100 billion in value. Uh, their stock's been dropping like crazy. You can't monetize this stuff and people don't like this stuff. Is it a fad? We'll see. I mean, there's always going to be people do it, but we'll we'll just have to see. Okay? Third thing, that I think you need to know, uh this uh well, I like this one cuz I like to call it out. I don't know what these idiots are thinking, except they're swamp monsters. GOP is getting rid of Jeff Sessions' asylum reforms. Um, They want to be able to bring in more people if they just claim they're victims of domestic violence from any place in the world. Uh, I want you to hear, is the president Here we go.
4: In the second quarter of this year, the United States economy grew at the amazing rate of 4.1%. We're on track to hit the highest annual average growth rate In over 13 years and I will say this right now and I'll say it strongly as the trade deals come in one by one we're going to go a lot higher than these numbers and these are great numbers during each of the two previous administrations we averaged just over 1.8 percent GDP growth by contrast we are now on track to hit an average GDP annual growth of over 3%, 3%, and it could be substantially over 3%. Each point, by the way, means approximately $3 trillion and and 10 million jobs. Think of that. Each point, you go up one point, it doesn't sound like much, it's a lot. It's $3 trillion and it's 10 million jobs. If economic growth continues at this pace, the United States economy will double in size more than 10 years faster than it would have under either president bush or president obama perhaps one of the biggest wins in the report and it is indeed a big one is that the trade deficit very dear to my heart because we've been ripped off by the world has dropped by more than 50 billion dollars 52 billion to be exact it's dropped by more than 50. think of that the trade deficit has dropped by more than $50 billion. And that's added and adding 1.2 GDP. That's a tremendous drop. We haven't had a drop like that in a long time. you have to go back a long time before you find it. By increasing growth to 3% over the next 10 years, that would mean 12 million new American jobs and $10 trillion of new American wealth, at least. And that's not including the fact that since I was elected, we've created approximately $7 trillion of new wealth. The year before I came into office, private business investment grew at only 1.8 percent. Last year, it jumped to 6.3 percent. That was my first full year. We had to do a lot of things to get it to grow. And this year, it's growing at 9.4 percent. So that's a very tremendous increase. There hasn't been an increase like that in many, many years, decades. And I think the most important thing, and Larry Kudlow just confirmed to me, along with Kevin Hassett, that these numbers are very, very sustainable. This isn't a one-time shot. I happen to think we're going to do extraordinarily well in our next report, next quarter. I think it's gonna be outstanding. I won't go too strong because then if it's not quite as good, you'll not let me forget it. But I think the numbers are gonna be outstanding. We've accomplished an economic turnaround of historic proportions. When I came into office, 1.5 million fewer prime-age Americans were working than eight years before. We had lost almost 200,000 manufacturing jobs under the previous administration, and you all know. They say, well, you have to lose manufacturing jobs. It'll get worse and worse. Manufacturing jobs are obsolete. No, they're not obsolete. They're the greatest jobs we have. More than 10 million additional Americans had been added to food stamps past years. But we've turned it all around once again. We are the economic envy of the entire world. When I meet the leaders of countries, the first thing they say invariably is, Mr. President, so nice to meet you. Congratulations on your economy. You're leading the entire world. They say it almost each and every time. America is being respected again and America is winning again because we are finally putting America first. Everywhere we look, we are seeing the effects of the American economic miracle. We have added 3.7 million new jobs since the election. A number that is unthinkable if you go back to the campaign. Nobody would have said it. Nobody would have even in an optimistic way projected it. We're in the midst of the longest positive job growth streak in history. New unemployment claims have recently achieved their lowest level in almost half a century. The African-American unemployment rate has achieved the lowest level in recorded history. African-American unemployment is the best it's ever been in the history of our country. The Hispanic unemployment rate has reached the lowest level, likewise, in history. The Asian unemployment rate has recently reached the lowest level Again, likewise, in history, women unemployment rate recently reached the lowest level in 65 years, and soon that will be in history. Give it another two or three weeks. (laughs) Veterans unemployment is at its lowest level in 18 years, and that number is rapidly going up, on top of which we just received and won from Congress choice where veterans can go out and see a doctor if they can't get service, the service that they deserve. Unemployment for disabled Americans has hit a record low, lowest in history. More than 3.5 million Americans have been lifted off food stamps, something that you haven't seen in decades. 3.5 million Americans have been lifted off food stamps. That's because they were able to go out and get a job, and they're going to love their jobs. Ninety-five percent of American manufacturers are optimistic about their company's outlook, and that's the highest level also in history. And that's an old survey, been around a long time. Manufacturing wages are expected to rise at the fastest rate in over 17 years. Business and consumer confidence has reached historic highs. So far this year, American exports are up nearly 20%. I've only been here a little more than a year and a half over the same period in the year before I took office. We've become a net exporter of natural gas for the first time since 1957 gotten rid of tremendous amounts of regulations which allows us to do things. And we still have tremendous regulations on clean air, clean water, the environment. It's very important to me, very important to everybody. But we had unnecessary regulations that were hurting our economy and hurting our country. We have eliminated a record number of job-killing regulations. And with the help of Republicans in Congress, we passed, without one Democrat vote, the biggest tax cuts and reform in our history. And as you know, the Democrats want to end that and raise everybody's taxes. That will be a disaster for our economy. As a result, more than six million Americans are now enjoying new bonuses, better jobs, and far bigger paychecks. Yet every single Democrat voted against the tax cuts, every single one. We didn't get one vote. They voted against working families, They voted against small businesses. Not good. In the first three months after tax cuts, over $300 billion poured back into the United States from overseas. We think it's going to be, in the end, when completed, over $4 trillion will be back into our country. Apple alone is bringing in $230 billion. And they're building new plants, they're building a magnificent campus, they're going to be spending their money very wisely, but they're spending it in our country, not in some other country. That was made possible by the new tax cut and reform plan. At the same time, we are finally cracking down on decades of abusive foreign trade practice. We were abused by companies. We were abused by the companies within countries. But in particular, we were abused by countries themselves, including allies. Abuse like no nation has ever been abused on trade before because we had nobody watching. They stole our jobs and they plundered our wealth. But that ended. Yesterday I was at Granite City Steel in Illinois. It was an incredible sight. We had an audience of... Steel workers. Some of the roughest, toughest people you've ever seen. And half of them had tears coming down their face. I don't know if these people ever cried before in their life, to be honest. Half of them had tears coming down because we opened a tremendous United States steel plant. They're opening up seven other plants. And the steel industry is back. They're open for business. And we need the steel industry.
1: Yeah. Okay. 653. Uh, we got to take a quick time out because we got uh, to pay some bills. Trump knows about that because uh, the economy's going well. We'll continue. More reaction to this. And, and you got to hear what the haters are saying. Got that coming up on KNST. Oh, I said that. Hey, Gary Lewis here. 708 on KNST. AIM 790. Uh, manufacturing wages on the rise. Fastest in 17 years. I believe I got that in the last second of my interview on Fox News Channel with that crazy, whacked-out, um, very angry liberal chick. Very, very mad. She was a very upset woman. And I understand why. If you looked like her and you thought like her, you'd be very upset, too. What? It, it's, not, it's true. Anyway, happy Friday. We're here. We made it. Is that bad? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, we've made it. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, my interview, if you missed it, because uh, people were asking me yesterday at the... Uh, at the beer club for men, it's on knst.com. It's on my page. It's right there. We have it on the home. I I told the web the web geek. I was like, you put this on the home page. One of the big things you have it rotate. Have you seen, You look at her. Look at her. She is just. I mean, the I'm on. It's on mute, and the anger, the venom, it's there. And then I'm just grinning. I'm just grinning. Anyway. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the biggest news of the day, the uh, the GDP, our our economy grew by 4.1%, and the haters are out there hating. The mainstream media, oh, wait till you hear what they're saying about this. It's just, it's too incredible. It's it's nuts. And Trump, we just played some of what he uh, was saying about the economy. Um, our trade deficit dropped $50 billion. I mean, this is big, and it's only going to get better as we get better trade deals, uh, more free and fair trade. It's just what's going to happen. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, this is kind of a big deal. Uh, So Jeff Sessions last month said, you know what? We are not going to accept people that claim that they are victims of domestic violence or gang whatever uh, for asylum. There's just no way to prove it. We're not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. But leave it to House Republicans to say, nope, we're going to go back against that. They have an amendment that would get rid of the asylum reforms and return it to what Obama did. Led by Kevin Yoder, Republican Congressman Kevin Yoder, who also somehow put in for $5 billion for the wall. But now he wants to be able to just let anybody that says something happened to them without proof into our country. Are you kidding me, dude? Third thing. I think you need to know social media is the future, right? Oh, yeah. $100 billion plus stock loss for Facebook. 14% drop in stock for Twitter. But hey. Oh, it's what everyone's doing and stuff. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, 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 nope. But uh, yeah, keep on buying them ads on Facebook and Twitter. It's going to work out swimmingly. Huh? Three things I think you need to know. It's true. It's true. Stop being so Is negative. That, uh, it's not negative. <laughs> it's truthful. Can I read to I you really? I meant qu- Facebook, oh, stop that, being so yes. negative oh, negative and stock. Yeah. <laughs> they hate conservatives. They hate. I mean, listen, Twitter. They were shadow banning people. All that stuff. It's happening. They're shadow banning this. Shadow, meaning, they, they any conservative that puts something out there, they basically stop other people from seeing it. That actually follow them and do. They do it on purpose. It's what happens. We know this, man. All right. So, um, listen. Uh, I generally don't do this very often, and you might think that I do, but this was. I get. Uh, some very funny negative emails and I get some nice emails and I really don't even read the nice emails because you know, there are things to do. However, um, it's Friday. I, can you allow me to read a nice email? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Especially since I and it's going to be funny. Trust me. Trust me. I don't do things just to do it. I do it for a reason. Okay. Um, especially on the heels of me signing another two year contract. Maybe I should have waited until this email came out. Was that bad? I told you to play hardball. I know. What'd you do? You played
5: hockey.
4: Oh.
1: No jokes. This is very serious. It's actually not. No, this is a good good email. (laughs) Uh, A gentleman named uh, uh, Gabe wrote this to me. Um, Dear Garrett, I moved to the Tucson area about two months ago and checked out the few conservative radio stations available in this area. I found KNST and I am hooked, especially on your morning show. Previously, I lived in Los Angeles, California, for six years. Then I lived in Sacramento, California, for 27 years, where all San Francisco and Sacramento stations were available. I believe these are the ones you guys call major media markets. During these 33 years, I never heard such a dynamic and entertaining talk show host like you are. You have a great mix of national and local news, explanations on the dynamics behind politics, and all this delivered in a very entertaining but educational manner. Congratulations, keep it up. I hope the media moguls do not snatch you away from Tucson. Gabe. Uh, Gabe, thank you so much for that. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Congratulations. Um, You, it's obvious with that email that you have listened to this radio show uh, more than any executive at iHeartMedia. Listen, I I love you. We have a great time uh, when we go to events. I love that you listen. I think uh, that I do a really good job for you. And this again, it's not it's not an ego thing. It's a realistic thing. I think I'm really good at what I do. And and the thing is, I thank you, thank you, Don. I like it here. I like it here. Uh, does it, it could be forever? It could not be forever. I don't know. Who knows? But we enjoy it. We enjoy the community. Um, we have family close by. Now at some point. Family may piss us off. We might say, let's get the hell out of here. We don't know. Um, however, uh and and, the, and you get it. This is why I, I really I think I click with you a lot. We mesh. You get it. Um because you listen, and I'll be totally honest, uh, because they never listen. This company has no idea what they have right here. I'm just telling you. <laughs> it's just true. They have no freaking clue. I'm being honest, and that's what I am. But I like it here. It's not people will say, "Why? Why don't you go somewhere else?" I believe I could, right? I believe I could.
5: I don't think they're saying it to be generous. I think they're saying it because they don't want you around. That, why don't you
1: go someplace else? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but they—they they don't trust. They—they—they've been doing that for. A while. <laughs> they've been asking me for a while to decide. Anyway, so yeah. bottom line is, thank you so much for recognizing that. I really do appreciate it. It's one of those things. Sometimes you don't get. Uh, yeah, and pat on the back. It is what it is. But
5: Bless you. however,
1: was your mic on? Of course. You see, I'm going to do that. And you uh, leave it on on purpose. You don't cover your mouth. I, why should I care? I'm. I, <laughs> I like my germs. You should have my germs. I probably do. Anyway, uh, it's just funny. <laughs> Ryan can. I don't want to put Ryan in an awkward position, but it's it's just funny how other people get it and then. People will come down and talk to you about anything but the actual radio show oh, itself. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. It's insane. what position? Are you kidding me? I know. I know. <laughs> Not this guy. I know. Um all right. So let's uh let's let's do this. The Trumpster uh is on fire. The economy is on fire. Wait, Things, wait, 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 What?
5: So how many is this then?
1: What? Two listeners? Uh maybe four. Maybe four. Wow. All right. Maybe five. We had a few show up last night. It was pretty good. Mr. So, uh, Mr. Ron told me yesterday, I want, uh, I want to adopt you as my son. Did you say yes? I said, do I get free food? Mm. Yes. I think he said that to a lot of people, though. So, anyway, um, Not me. the GDP is is huge. Uh, quarter one was upgraded from two to two point two percent. Now it's at four point one percent. Uh, some officials say it's going to get even bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because things are just starting to kick in. And again, we have the trade deals going on with Europe, the European Union. Those are going to get hammered out. Mexico, a new deal with them is about to get hammered out. Canada is going to come calling because they're like, we we want in because they all everybody wants to do business with the greatest economy on the earth. And it's going to happen And at the same time as we build all that stuff up and the media doesn't want to ever give them credit. It's going to strategically uh, hurt China a lot. And that's another reason that Trump has a method to his madness, right? That's just the way it is. And I got to play it for you. Again, this this is just incredible what's going on. Ryan, can you play? This is yesterday. Before the number came out, um, you had uh, a, a very, very angry woman. Ruth Marcus is her name. Ruth Marcus. She, number eight. Ruth Marcus on Chris Matthews' show on MSNBC. They're like, well, what's going to happen with the economy? They knew it was going to be big. And they're trying to downplay it. Listen, she she's a an editorial writer for the Washington Post, so she hates Trump. Listen to this:
2: President Trump is going to take a lot of credit for these good numbers. Don't believe him. He's uh, it's a lot of people who bought things because they're worried about his tariffs and a lot of false growth from uh, tax cuts juicing the economy that it's going to then slow down. It's
1: going to it's going to slow down. It. Don't buy it. Do not buy it. It's just no. It do not buy it. Don't give him credit. Obama, the stimulus, greatest thing ever. Obama, your greatest thing. Oh, it's so good. It's a, it's so obvious. Okay, here's some more. You want to hear a headline from the uh, New York Times? You ready? New York Times wrote, "Why Friday's GDP number may be a size too big." <laughs> um, uh, what? Yeah, I. It may be a. It's just too big, and it's not really true in that aspect. No, 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 no. Washington Post, Uh, again, U.S. growth probably hits 4.2% this spring, but experts say it's a blip, those experts. You want to hear an expert, by the way? Let's do a flashback, shall we? Paul Krugman, New York Times uh, columnist, somehow, I think he won like a Nobel Prize for uh, his work on the economy or something like that, math, whatever the hell it is. Um, This is September 7th, 2016, so two months before the election. Paul Krugman is talking to Business Insider about what a Trump victory will do to the economy. I just want you to hear this real quick, here we go.
6: Let's imagine a Trump victory, a Trump presidency. What do you worry about economy-wise? What do you think would be significant impacts of that? Well, you would be getting somebody who has, I mean, even aside from ideology, right, left, taxes, deficits, you'd just be getting somebody who has no idea, just complete blank about how does this thing work? Uh, No idea that some treaties, um, that trade treaties are not abrogated you know, casually. No idea, I mean, this is a guy on national security who asks, why are, we have these nukes, why don't we use them? Mm. So what do you think he's gonna do on economic policy? Probably, it, It's just gonna racket. be... Yeah. Wildly, wildly erratic. Yeah. Uh, it's just no reason to believe that we would have any kind of rational policy. No reason. So then, presumably, there's, a, there's an outcome distribution. I wrote a thing a few months ago with like a risk curve chart where like a Trump presidency might be bad, it might be really bad, it might be sort of okay. Hmm. There's what do you worry about in the tail? What are like your, if you can give us like a top five yeah, things you Paul. worry about with Trump as president, what would he do? Oh, gosh. Um, oh. In, in some ways, uh, I mean, I worry that he might actually go with his original tax plan, which, oh. it, with the, you know, trillions of dollars of lost revenue. And I mean, mm, um, that's worked at the moment. Yep. That's what's happening. You know, inflation is the least of our problems. Mm. But, you know, if you work at it, we could have a hyperinflation in America. inflation. I mean, yeah. this guy really just doesn't know anything at all and might be prepared to just say, you know, budget, budget constraints are for losers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he really has no idea what he's doing. I mean, Obama totally did. With the 1.8% growth over eight years. I mean, he was an expert at this stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, it, oh, yeah. There you go. That's these, these are the experts. But this is why yesterday at the Beer Club for Men, I had a, a lot of people, brand new people, which is really cool, right? Mm-hmm. So, they're like, virgins. Virgins <laughs> to the Beer Club oh, for Men. Whatever. Is, is that bad? Was there any sacrifices? Oh, stop it. Then it's okay. We couldn't really do that. So, and I'll get to the lady that didn't like me at all or anybody else that was there. But, uh, um... Lots of new people, and they were great people. And then these, uh, man and woman walk in, they work together and, uh, for a big company here. And she's, she said, Look, we, uh, we're kind of in the minority at work when it comes to thought and stuff like that. I just want to thank you. And I'm like, Well, well why? It's like, you helped me get through the election. All the coworkers were saying all kinds of things about Trump and how no chance and Hillary's this and, 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 uh, and she's like, and I would look at him, meaning her coworker, and say, "Don't worry, Garrett Lewis said this this morning." I'm thinking, "Oh my god, you actually <laughs> you believe me? Like, really?" <laughs> so I said, "Look, what it took a while to get it, and to really get your mind wrapped around it, and change everything, and how you, in how you take in the news, and you take in it, the, the changes. Don't believe a damn thing they're saying, and and that's what the whole thing is So they tried to drive the narrative so much, so much." Uh, that it messes with your head. Like, they literally don't know anything. Paul Krugman writes columns in the New York Times, tries to use words that are over an 11th grade level so to to, to seem smart. And these people are so wrong. They're just so wrong. They just don't get it. So, yes, I'm glad. What we have to realize is even just because they're on TV, just because they write a column, just because they're on the radio, yeah, that too, sure, um, doesn't mean they really know. They're literally just guessing. Guessing. They don't know. So, don't get swayed by them. They just want to make it seem as if they're the expert you're not. You literally should listen to them because they do this for a living and you don't. Don't believe the hype. I mean, listen to this dope. And he got a Nobel Prize for mathematics or something like that. What a, what a, just a clueless fool. All right, the real people. First off, my dad sends me a text. Your head is getting out of control. I was just being honest about the whole situation. And the looks company fine doesn't know. Thank you. Come They just don't know what they have, and that's okay as long as you know what you have. Um, now, uh, a buddy of mine who's a contractor, a neighbor of mine, literally just bought vehicles. He, he just sent me a text. I didn't buy three new company vehicles because I was scared of tariffs. T- it's just so different in the real world versus the bubble out there in D.C. So different. 723, uh, I'm a little bit late, but I don't think you mind. We're going to continue. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's, most stimulating talk. yeah. 741 three things I think you need to know. Number one, the GDP, our country, second quarter, 4.1%. Trump says, I think it's going to go higher. It's going to go higher. I mean, this is before all the trade deals kick in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Second thing that I think you need to know, like, why isn't the market jumping? Because uh, Exxon is down couple things. Exxon, they they didn't uh, bet wisely and uh, spend more money on capital during the Obama years for oil because they never thought it would happen. They probably thought Hillary would win. Now Trump's like, unleash it, baby, unleash the energy. Uh, and they're behind, but they are now they'll be better in the future. But that's why they're down right now. Uh, also, Twitter and Facebook down uh, Twitter down 14 percent. Facebook lost 100 billion bucks in value. Social media, that's the big shiny object. That's the future. No, people have had enough. They've had enough the lies. You can't monetize. There's all kinds of stuff. They're stealing your data. You name it. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is a big one, you have some stupid Republicans that said that they they don't like Jeff Sessions' asylum reforms. Jeff Sessions says just because you come here and say you're a victim of domestic violence or there's gang violence, you can't claim asylum. That's not good enough anymore. Can't do it. Well, there was an amendment offered by Congressman David Price, a Democrat, backed by other republicans in the house appropriations committee including republican congressman kevin yoder and they said they want to overturn jeff sessions new rule go back to obama era if you come here and say domestic violence you get you get asylum now the house can block it that's just one committee but it needs to happen what the hell are these people think that could let tens and tens and tens of millions of people into our country and we can't even figure out if these These claims are credible. Three things I think you need to know. Matter of fact, Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen said 80% of asylum claims made at the southwestern border are illegitimate. And these dopes say, hey, let them all in. Horrible. So I don't know if you knew about this, the peaceful left. You got to love them, right? Uh, Trump election derangement syndrome, the Teds. They have it. It's out there. At Mr. On's last night, uh, Danny Morales showed up. He's running for Congress. So he was there. And there was a woman. Uh, and she found out that he was running for something. And she said, are you a Trump supporter? And he's like, yeah. She goes, oh. So I just looked at her. And I just said, you know, like I Trump? No. Why not? Because. Just because. And I'm like, okay, can you, like, give a give a reason? He's, he's corrupt. Ha, <laughs> ha. And I went, oh yeah, like the time he's arranged a deal for our uranium, uranium to be sold to Russia, right? Oh, that was Hillary. Well, I'm not saying I like her either. I go, okay, cal- calm down. Can you just tell me? And somebody else said, can you just tell us? Give me an example of why, you know, how he's corrupt. And of course, you know what the answer was. I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting into it. I'm not talking politics because she didn't know anything and she had nothing. I said, can you can you say what he's done that's bad? I just look at him. Well, can you give me an actual example? I'm not talking politics at a bar because I might get beat up. I said, no, that's not going to happen. And I bit my lip and I really wanted to say, that's what your side does. Your side's the one that attacks. Get in the faces of people. That, I mean, Cory Booker said it. We'll play that audio in the next hour. Uh, Maxine Waters goes on and on. Even Obama said it when he was running for president. You know, get in their faces. He said that. But apparently she thinks we're gonna beat her. I'm like, what are you talking about? Then apparently, and then they're like, That guy's a talk show host. What? So apparently somebody overheard her after She's like, That guy's a Republican, that guy's a talk show host. And I'm like, Really? Yeah. So okay. You're Republican you. Uh, bad guy. Bad guy. So um that that was just one of the things. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. But they, they literally have nothing. So I figured, why not have some fun? And we'll play some more stupidity because We thrive on other people's stupidity because it makes me laugh, right? It makes me laugh. There's a guy on, uh, he has a YouTube channel, Austin Fletcher, uh, and he sent a, uh, I I guess, maybe he has people working with him, whatever it is, Uh, it happens to be a black man that was working for him who went to, uh, he went to uh, Hollywood Boulevard where Trump's star was defaced. Somebody took a pickaxe to it and wrecked it because, again, the Republicans are the ones that cause damage and beat up people and get violent and stuff, right? So anyway, I want you to hear part of this stuff, and it's bleeped out in certain areas. Uh, this guy asked people about uh, the Trump star being defaced. Here we go.
7: He's not even presidential material, man. When the, the day that he got put in office when he won, this, hall, this boulevard was empty. That's how That shows you there was one person on the street. Everybody was sad and, and upset about it. So, uh, mm. Do you
8: think Hillary Clinton
7: was presidential material? I would have gave her a shot because it would have been cool to have a woman in there. There you go. Donald Trump. Okay. Donald Trump. Okay. Why? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Why? 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 Why?
8: Why? 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 Why F a him. He's Wow. He's racist. How so? Huh? How so? Hmm.
7: Huh? Because he want to build the wall to keep the for no reason. Build the wall. You. So, hmm. so you don't,
8: so you don't think that our nation should have uh, uh, borders?
7: No. Should any nation have borders? No. He's intelligent. It should be free for everyone. Free. See, he is racist. He doesn't How? like anybody but white folks. Oh.
8: Do you, uh, can you give me an example?
7: Look at him. He's going to try to cover up and say that he wants to keep kids and, and families together. The hmm. mexican that's a lie. That's just a cover up to make it look good so everybody likes him.
8: So, did you, uh, What about Obama? During Obama's presidency, uh, families were being separated there too for eight years.
7: Well, Obama's no, cool. He's racist. <laughs> he's a f- Dude,
8: can you give me an example right? of how he's racist? Example. 9-11, f***ing like, oh, push 9/11. I can I give an example about how he's nah. racist? I, yeah, like, I'm, a, I'm a black person, how hmm. has Donald Trump hurt me as a black person? With his white privilege, there do you, you, you go. You think it's, do you think it's patriotic to rebel and, you know, oppose Donald Trump like this?
7: Uh, no, I would do it in a different way. If I could do it my way, I would go to the White House and do it. You'd go to the, you would go deface the White House? I'd go to his face. I don't care. Oh. I'd go to jail, too. I don't care. With a pickaxe? Uh, no, I'd go with a gun. Oh. Really? Yes. Secret Service. Yes, I would. You don't think that there's other,
8: there's other ways to uh, express opposition and disagreement with someone?
7: Uh, yeah,
1: but... Hmm. Identical. There you have it. There you have it. Uh, that's the other side. And that lady's like, I'm going to get beat up. I can't talk about this stuff. This guy's talking about taking a gun to the White House. But what do you think he's going to do with the gun if he takes it to the White House? Oh, insanity. I mean, it's just, um, it's really, really, really bad. But that, that's what you're dealing with. That's these these. Again, it's Hollywood Boulevard. But I just wanted you to hear that stuff, especially after that lady and her, I mean, just completely moronic. Like, I will respect you if you're like, listen, I don't think there's anything wrong with trade or I don't think that, you know, whatever disagree, like, tell me like when I, when I, people said you have a problem with Obama. I'd say, yes, they'd say why I I'd, I'd give examples. These other people are people that just so dumb. which is another reason why, by the way, not everyone should vote. I know it's your right. If you're a citizen in California, even if you're an illegal, illegal alien, you apparently can vote, yeah. but, um, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, but you're dumb, and I'm sure I could try to fix a car or perform heart surgery, but I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm probably not going to do that. So just don't vote, Dopey. 749, we'll continue. We have much more. Uh, you remember the socialist chick from New York? The one that won just a primary, and the the new face, the Democratic Party, which is so awesome because they are apparently socialists now. Uh, she may have said the dumbest thing ever after... I mean, she said some really dumb stuff, but, like, what she tweeted out, even dumber. What young people think of socialism. We'll get to all that. Don't go anywhere. knst 792 sounds most stimulating. talk. What's happening? 808, it is your morning ritual. With me, Gary Lewis, knst 792 sounds most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, the GDP off the charts, 4.1% growth, and it's only going to get better. But I thought the tariffs were going to kill us. The tariffs, the this, the that. Uh Uh-huh, 4.1% growth. Uh, However, the New York Times uh, is saying that it's too big. Washington Post, it's a blip. Yesterday on Hardball with Chris Matthews, Washington Post editorial writer, Gave a warning. Trump's gonna expect credit for this. But it's no credit, it's real fake. It's not real. It's not real. I mean, it's just awesome. Second thing that I think you need to know. Facebook lost over a hundred billion dollars in stock value. Oh my god. Uh people don't like it. They don't trust it. They're using it. Less now listen, I'm still gonna use it for free stuff to connect with you in that aspect. Don't get me wrong. But I'm telling it's not the way of the future. It's People are realizing this. Twitter down 14%. You can't monetize these things. Not like you can with good old radio. Can't do it. This works. That doesn't. I'm just telling you. Third thing. I think you, by the way, couldn't happen to a nicer couple of companies, huh? Twitter and Facebook, where they literally go out of their way to uh, try to silence conservatives. Which, by the way, I think they have every right to do that. It's their company, right? Just be honest about it. Third thing. I think you need to know, this is pretty big, North Korea has returned the remains of 55 American soldiers. Said they are going to do it. They've done it. May they rest in peace, these heroes. And uh, again, why didn't this happen under Obama or Bush or Clinton or anybody else in the past, huh? Trump's going to ruin the world. Okay, three things I think you need to know. Uh, So, uh, again, the big news, the GDP. It is phenomenal what's happening. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, my guess, and again, I'm just seeing bits and pieces of it. I'm doing a live radio show, and probably see more as the day continues. That the haters in the mainstream media, the Trump haters, they're you know stricken with the Trump election derangement syndrome. The Teds, uh, they're like I said, they're they're already going nuts. They're already going crazy, and I think it's going to be like this. Okay, they're not really going to bring up the whole the whole numbers thing, the whole GDP. The government they don't want to give them any credit. Instead, you know what they're going to talk about? Russia. Don Jr, a tape, a recording of Trump that nobody can really understand what he says, but it's secret and it was recorded so it must be really good. And on top of that, he's like sexist and racist and stuff like that. I love I love when he puts and he said it he said it in and we carried it at six: thirty in the morning, his little uh, speech about the economy uh, and he said that um uh, black unemployment's at record low, Hispanic unemployment's at record low. Women's unemployment lowest in 65 years. And give it, give it two weeks, give it two weeks, and it'll be a record low. He does that because he's already he's being accused all the time by the morons that he's a sexist, racist uh, um, guy, bigot, bigot. bigot well, throw it all out there, and uh, he is such that way that more more minorities and women are working uh, than ever before. Women in 65 years. You get it. And by the way. Uh, okay, let's let the cat out of the bag. the the uh, The way that Trump defines women working is making sandwiches. But no, no, I'm just I'm kidding because it's Friday and we can right, and I'm allowed to do that and say this because I'm married to a woman. Is that is that okay? And and I do all the cooking, as does Ryan. Ryan is also married to a woman, does all the cooking as well. Maybe that's
5: something we should bring back. <laughs> the making the uh, making the sandwich that. skill. Good luck with that. Can we have home ec back in uh,
1: schools? You know, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Like I purposely. I don't believe, listen, this is because I'm not a racist guy. I never separate my laundry. Why do that? I to do. me, that's segregation. I am against racism. room there the stupid roomies are on talk radio racist. So I I put it all together. Done it forever. And I've never had any problems. My wife doesn't like that I don't separate because she's uh, <clears throat> anyway. Um I'm kidding. So my she doesn't like that I that I don't separate. So she's like, I'll just do it. And I'm like, okay, and, you know, if she would just ask, maybe I would, but the fact that I refuse to do it means that she gets to do all the laundry. But I think that in the, same, in the same token, my wife doesn't want to make food or sandwiches, so she acts like she can't do it. She does the same thing, the, the, the sabotage, just like I do the sabotage. And it's like we don't talk about it. We just kind of know it. And very, You know what? It's very sinister on her part. Not on mine, but on hers it is. So anyway. You should learn to accept her cooking. And that way... You don't have to do it anymore
5: and just deal with it. It's like downgrading. So you go from a Lexus to a Toyota? So what? Same thing. Exactly. Well, yeah, I know. Stop it. <sighs> I'm telling you, man, you're just being too picky.
1: Save some of your energy. Really quick, before we get to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> and the <laughs> stupidest thing that she tweeted. Speaking of sandwich, this is a great story. This is what Ryan sends me. Right? Right? Mesa man, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know what's coming, don't you? Yeah, I do. You know, it's always fun to do a dumb criminal story. <laughs> this is too much. Uh, apparently, a 37-year-old guy in Mesa um, didn't want to walk home in the heat, uh, but was hungry, so he stole an ambulance to go get a sandwich. Yep, that's what happened. He he stole stole an ambulance, so he didn't have to walk and go get a sandwich. It, it gets better. 37-year-old guy, Todd shell is his name he was released from banner desert hospital because he had heat related issues and he's like it's too, and he's probably right it was too hot to walk home Isn't it funny heat related issues go to the hospital they won't we'll put you outside again so you can come back in for more heat related issues anyway so he's like man it's just too hot to walk home and i'm kind of hungry so he apparently saw an ambulance running in a bay area outside of the hospital because the crew was dropping off a patient so he's looking around and uh he's like it's really hot and an ambulance is running and so he got in the ambulance and he stole it. He stole it. Officers responded to the call of a stolen ambulance, and they used GPS assistance to track it down. He was headed east on the 60. So Mesa officers, DPS troopers, they tried to stop him, but he continued to drive drive at normal speeds, mind you. It was so it wasn't like low speed, like an OJ chase, and it wasn't like a nut job, you know. They used to used to do that. So he's just driving normally, and he got off uh, near Val Vista University. And officers, as soon as he got out of the ambulance, said, you know, you're under arrest. Apparently, he told officers he wanted to buy a sandwich, but he needed to go home to get money first. (laughs) And he intended to return the ambulance. He intended to return the ambulance, but he was still booked into jail on charges of unlawful use of means of transportation and fleeing from law enforcement. Because I guess they had the sirens on and everything. And he just kept going. Ambulance wasn't damaged. Back in service. Good to go. I mean, so he stole the ambulance, but refused to get a sandwich for free by stealing it. He's not a bad guy, not a smart guy, I have a but not a bad a, guy.
5: He's a very sad he guy. He looks very
1: sad guy. Maybe, is he sad because he's hungry? He didn't get that sandwich. He's, you know what? That's what he's thinking about. In the in the, in the mugshot, he's kind of like,
5: Could have had that mm, bag
1: Roast beef, lettuce, tomato, onion, oil and vinegar, Thousand Island. It's really would have hit the spot. Yeah, I mean, maybe I shouldn't have stolen that ambulance because now it's going to be even longer till I get that sandwich because oh. this bologna in this jail is awful. I could have really had a really good one. He just mm-hmm, I'm just hungry right now.: Yeah, you know, a nice oh, rye well. bread. is heart is good. It, it after is. a dehydration. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, nice. Marble rye. <clears throat> Eat the marble rye, Jerry. He's, he just he looks very sad. He's just mm. <laughs> He's dreaming about that. Like sandwich, you know, may, maybe stealing that was a bad choice. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Mm, stealing that was. I should have used the lights and the horn. Yeah, not a not a smart option in that one. But uh, you know, guys, I'm not really that bad. Again, I could I could have just walked. I could have gone and demanded a free sandwich. But instead, I um, I I I, I was going to go get money, so I was going to return this. How about I buy you guys a sandwich? No, he's. So, now he's going to regret his decision to do the right thing. <laughs>
5: Now he's going to go on a sandwich stealing spree when he gets I,
1: out. But they have to charge him. They have to because it can't be acceptable in society to say, I only borrowed your car. I didn't steal it because I was hungry. And I needed to go home to get the stuff first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So That's cool. I'm
5: just saying this is how you make a criminal.
1: Like, if they stole your car, you wouldn't be happy about that. If they replaced the gas? You wouldn't be happy. No, I actually, happy. I tell you what, Ryan, <laughs> if the guy brought back a sandwich for Ryan, he'd be like, that's okay. All right, all right cool. All right, cool. <laughs> Just don't tell my wife. Is it over $10 oh, in value?
5: Oh, God. All right, that makes it for the gas.
1: There mm-hmm. as well. Is it a large sandwich? I want a large sandwich. All right, 817. We'll get Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweeted out maybe something dumber than what she's actually said in the past. Like, this... You know, it's amazing how the media and even Republicans sometimes, and even Democrats, even Republicans, they want to make Trump out to be a moron. But they praise this literal moron, this socialist chick who has no idea what she's doing. Promise you Santa Claus, promising you free things. And then I'll tell you what she tweeted. And then we'll, you'll hear people in her district say they love her and why they love her. Because they don't quite understand socialism. This is some good stuff coming up. Don't go anywhere. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Lincoln. And you should. 825, Garrett Lewis with you right here. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Twitter at Garrett Lewis. It's all there. And by the way, if you'd like to listen to the entire week's shows, because maybe you missed some, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis. It's my own channel. Crazy, huh? It's like the company really wants to try to lose. They gave me they gave me a channel. Uh, iHeartRadio app, search Garrett Lewis. It's all there. Ryan has entire shows, uh, certain segments. Uh, it's all there for you, and it's free, and you can listen wherever you are because that's just how we roll. I hope you enjoy that. It's going to be, by the way, uh, 100, 104 today. Is that what it is? 104? Uh, 102. I'm sorry, 102. Yeah, big difference. Scattered thunderstorms are possible. Upper 90s over the weekend with thunderstorms possible. So uh, enjoy that. I mean, how can you not? We, we like some of the, the rainy weather, don't we? We do. We have friends coming to town just in time for the rainy weather. <laughs> I thought it, it's hot and muggy. I thought it's a dry heat. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. It's That's great. Uh, so I want you to hear this. Uh, first will be a, a tweet from uh, Alexandria Ocasio. Cortez. And then you're going to hear really smart people have no clue as to why they support her and uh, and claim that socialism is awesome. This is dumb. It's really good, though. It's fun. So, you know, she said some really dumb stuff like unemployment's down because people are working two jobs, which is not how unemployment is actually calculated. But, hey, she was only an economics major at Boston University as well as international relations, which is why when she also said Israel is occupying Palestine. I mean, she should really know if she's an international relations major which she also is, she has no idea what she's talking about, couldn't explain it, then said she was going to sit down with activists to learn more about it. Really? I mean, this is the, listen, the media and the Dems and the swamp Republicans want you to think Trump is dumb. we got 4.1% GDP growth, and they praise this dingbat. I mean, she's literally a walking dingbat. Have you ever seen a dingbat walk? I've seen one fly. Well, watch her walk, and you'll be like, that's a walking dingbat, and you're good she tweets out yesterday you are she tweets out yesterday the GOP is are you ready for it weak on fighting for working-class Americans after 4.1 percent GDP growth Trump's literally threatening tariffs on people to get better trade deals for our working class to get jobs you're right they're opening up steel plants aluminum plants but hey okay She said the GOP is weak on crime (laughs) she says they're weak on equal rights Got more blacks, Hispanics, women working. Okay. Uh, this The GOP is weak on national security, she says. I swear to God. I swear to God. She says the GOP is weak on rejecting racism. Wait. What? What? White privilege, white this. Okay. You ready for this? The GOP is weak on moral courage. I'm not making up this stuff. I'll retweet it. At Gary Lewis on Twitter. She says the GOP is weak on family values. What? We don't try to replace dad with the government. I mean, just when you thought she couldn't be any more dumb, that happened. That happened.
5: You know, if they replaced dad with the government, maybe you'd have more free time to go out and do stuff
1: for well, yourself. Yeah, shush. See a movie. Shush. <laughs> The week weak on crime, illegal aliens roaming free sanctuary cities. Week on, I mean, what a dope. So let's hear some dopey people in her district. Remember, it's New York, so don't think too badly. It's a, it's a lost cause. So I'm never going back. It's a lost cause not to live there. I, I wouldn't want to, these people vote, and it's, it's frightening how dumb they are. This is again, people shouldn't vote. It is what it is. I want you to hear this. Campus Reform did another great video. They talked to people in her district about her. Uh, here we go. Uh, Alexandria Castillo Cortez just elected, twenty-eight years old, uh,
9: self-proclaimed democratic socialist, which has a lot of people talking. Uh, what are your views on her so far? Um, I
8: mean, I've heard only positive
9: things. Of course, we
8: love her. Yeah, we <laughs> do love her. We, I voted for her because
10: I'm from Queens. Uh, it was great.
9: It's a breath of fresh air, and I hope it follows through into November.
10: I like her spirit and um, spirit. She's very different.
9: People tend to freak out when they hear the word socialism, like applied to anything. Um, and why do you think that is? I think there's this old way of thinking about it. What do you oh, think the government way. should be subsidizing? Um, so her platform includes um, free healthcare, college tuition, minimum living wage, housing as a human right. Are those things that you think the government should be providing for people? Absolutely. Uh, are those things that you would support? Yes, it is. Are those all things that you would support the government subsidizing? 100%. Mm. I feel like everyone should have like um, free um, education and healthcare. Oh, How am I going to pay for those? Oh God. Mm. I mean... Us Us,
10: I guess Your whole paycheck in
9: your mind, should pay for all of the free things?
10: All of the free things? Well, some of it should come from taxes, but the government should pay for it
9: The government is funded by taxes Yeah I don't know where the money would come from, but they can figure it out Okay. (laughs) They can figure it out Or taxes on the rich people
6: Yeah, for sure, man. Like
9: sure. They can afford it. Tax corporations, Let's tax the 1% and find a way to support a living wage. The people with a good idea and a good reason to spend their tax money wouldn't mind actually paying more taxes. There are so many of these countries out there that are employing a lot more socialism in their government and into their politics, and they're doing really well. Is Venezuela doing that?
6: I don't know too much about
9: Venezuela, honey. I think they need to... I mean but it works. Are they still communists right now? So like they're technically socialist. Okay. Okay.
3: Look at other countries. It works. <laughs> like other countries, you pay higher taxes,
10: but your government mm. takes care of you. Oh So
9: when you see the social system failing in Venezuela, does that concern you?
10: I mean yeah. yes. Obviously. <laughs> My family's Cuban and like I've seen the downfall of like extreme leftism Mm. but also like I see how it like boosts the community and like it has its up and downs and I think we can definitely learn from history on that terms.
1: Wow hang on there's more so she's Cuban it's not just socialism it's it's communism they literally they killed you they had prisons and torturing and prison camps and holy education system man our
8: country needs change and if it has to be on the opposite side on the extreme polar opposite side maybe it's what we need
9: privatized healthcare is a huge issue and if it was a government funded thing Mm. that would be you know when there aren't Do you think the government would run it more efficiently in a perfect world sure
10: i'm liberal Mm. i don't know exactly like where i stand but i know like my favorite Democratic socialist is better than conservative. It's just better than. It's just better. It's the better option. In what way? Um, I when I think of it, I just think of like more open-minded people, people that aren't like as economically conserved.
5: <laughs> oh my God, where's
1: that whiskey? We need to crack that whiskey at this point. Where Where is it? I is it around? I can't wait it around twenty twenty. Oh, oh my God. man, you know what? In all honesty, if we win, can we just make them our slaves and say it's part of socialism? They wouldn't like it then. What you heard just happened. It literally just happened. If you would like to say something, (sighs) 880-KNST, 880-5678. What do you even say? I I want a drink. Like it's well, Friday. Than... <laughs> I after that I this is why I moved out of out of New York. It's one of the reasons. One of the reasons. Uh you can comment. We'll get we'll get reaction coming up. It's it's that good. Right now 833 uh here's Fox.
9: Hey, it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating
1: talk. Yes, it is. 842, three things I think you need to know. Number one, GDP phenomenal number, 4.1% growth. And the media is downplaying it because that's exactly what they do. New York Times says it's too big. Numbers too big. What? You can't make up this stuff. Second thing. That I think you need to know. Um, House Republicans. Where was a committee? They actually overruled Jeff Sessions. A committee, the Appropriations Committee. Said, Jeff Sessions, we think that your asylum rules are bad. They want to go back to the Obama rules. Where if you just come to our border. And say, domestic violence. Gang violence. And they let you right in. Jeff Sessions said, we're not going to do that. Because we'd have everybody coming here. It's 500 million people in these countries. And you can't prove it. 80, By the way. Kirsten Nielsen, the Homeland Security Secretary, said 80% of the asylum claims on the southwest border right here, illegitimate. These dopey Republicans went with a Democrat and said, we want to roll that back to the way it was. Now, the House overall can can stop it from happening, but holy smokes, are you kidding me? Third thing I think you need to know, North Korea has returned 55 remains of our soldiers, which is fantastic. You ever think that communist dictator who was firing rockets off saying that he's going to kill us and everything else would do that? But Trump's going to blow up the world. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, let's start with Bob. Bob, welcome to KNSC. Hello, Bob. Good morning. What's going on?
3: I was listening to what you guys were talking about with those that people were making about that Cortez lady that just got elected.
1: Well, she just won the and, primary. She won the primary, not elected yet. But good. Uh, won the
3: primary. One of the things that caught my attention was they were saying that progressives and socialism were more open-minded. Mm-hmm. I work. I work in a predominantly progressive environment. They're some of the most closed-minded people I've ever met.
1: They always are.
3: I had one. I over. I even heard one of my colleagues telling another colleague. If we are ever going to continue to be friends, we can't ever talk about politics again.
1: Oh, might might tell you something else, right? How would you act in this situation? This is so funny this happened. My wife, um, we had a family member that had to have surgery yesterday. So my wife went, and she's sitting in the surgical waiting room, right? And she was surprised. She said in the surgical waiting room, TV was on Fox News. And they, they were carrying one of the Trump, I think Trump in Iowa, they were carrying what he was saying live. And she said there was this crotchety old man with a cane that started yelling, I can't believe I have to watch this crap and that guy on the TV and blah, blah, blah. My wife's like, oh, my God. What's, I mean, really? And then apparently some older lady went over and said, you know, you better pipe down. He's doing great. So they started arguing. But here's the thing. So he I don't want to deal with this stuff. I don't want to watch this crap. It should be off. That's the closed-mindedness. Now, if Obama right. was up there, my wife, me, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you, we would never just spout off, I'm not want to watch this crap up there. We'd think it. But we wouldn't say it. We wouldn't offend people. We wouldn't put people through that stuff. But they're only open to their ideas and nothing else. Yet they preach tolerance. Funny how that works, isn't it?
3: Oh, it's interesting. I I try to just sit there and keep myself to myself. And then my wife um, is an immigrant, and she, she'll she start asking me questions, and I'll say it loud enough for other people to hear but I don't start screaming and hollering in the room. No,
1: you know, you never, ever do Have that Have you kind tried of it? <laughs> I mean, maybe you should try that. Uh, you'd never do that. Again, like earlier, the lady at the beer club last night, who just start. you guys are Trump supporters? He's the worst. Why? It's because, can you give me a reason? I don't want to talk politics. Good reason. We'd actually give well, reasons. I give, think, reasons. We I give the facts. biggest reason that they don't want to talk politics, especially
3: considering that, you know this wonderful Obamacare came out and nobody can get surgeries that
11: they need because
1: it's too expensive <laughs> uh, Bob thank you man be safe no problem be safe take care they just they just don't they don't get it and they they it just give me a fact open my eyes open my mind and again you you heard those people this is the thing they think they know stuff and it's all based on emotion. Maybe what Trump's comment—he's rude. He's okay, fine. You want to say that? That's yeah, this woman would have said yesterday at the beer club. You know what? I just don't like the way he carries himself. All right, that's what you think. Fair enough. And I would say, what about policy-wise? What has he done that hasn't worked? What do you think that's done that that is not good right now? How is your life worse? I I, I don't want to talk about this because they never have an answer, um, and they're they're closed-minded. Listen, if one of Obama's plans would have worked, I'd. You got me. All right, I didn't think it would work, it worked. Give him credit where credits due. That's what I would say. But then you have the insanity on the other side, speaking of insanity. Speaking of insanity. Ryan, we got to play some insanity. We got to, we got a few we got a few Nancy Pelosi clips that you got to hear. Let's start with 16. She was giving her a uh, little uh, press conference thing, right? To her little um weekly whatever to the media. Um and Nancy Pelosi actually said this. Here we go.
11: Go ahead. Uh, We have a responsibility to protect our borders. Let's make no mistake about that. And Democrats have been strong on that point. All of our borders.
1: Mm hmm. If I say it enough, it'll be true. 17, if you don't mind, Ryan. This is why. hang on a second. Um, She was talking about illegal alien moms coming up. And the reason why apparently they have to be detained—it's not just that they crossed the border illegally, but it's actually more. Just, just listen. Here we go.
11: So the fact that they lost the identification—that this or that—they weren't careful with—it's making it harder for the, them to reunite people. Pause it. They, uh, lo- pause is-
1: it. They, they lost their identification. It's the fact they lost their ID. They never had ID to begin with. Listen, okay, let's continue.
11: On. Uh, in fact, in some cases they're saying people have committed crimes when it might be a, a visa a, a status violation. They crossed illegally. It's, it's, it isn't about our values as a country. Certainly if somebody has committed a crime that is a, a, a serious crime, mm. then, then that's something to be considered. But let's carefully but they're against Kate's law. all of these things and judge them one by one. One by one.
1: Uh, our government said, we need more time to test to make sure that these are actually the parents of these uh, young people, these minors. They claim they are. Remember, it was almost 50% of the parents that brought them across of kids that were still not reunited. It's because they were not the parents. They were, uh, con- they, they, they were convicted before in this country of rape and crimes and other stuff, drug offenses, you name it. I mean, it goes on and on. He wants to give these kids away. And then she lies, just flat out lies. Number 18, listen to this. Here we go.
11: I am haunted. By the fact Mm. that this administration told me last year in the fall that they were going to take the children away from their parents, from their moms, because their mothers were unfit. They were unfit because they took their children across the desert, which is a dangerous thing to do. My response was, does it mean anything to you that these mothers had no option? What? That they were leaving a place where murder and death were practically inevitable? Uh, rape and gang violence were the order of the day What? and that going across the desert is a less dangerous option for them wow. the only recourse they had oh no we know better these mothers are unfit what and we're going to take these children and we put them in foster care or whatever last year
1: we had brandon judd the head of the national border patrol council on the show he said We've always separated because people cross the border illegally. The adults go to one place. The kids go somewhere else. This is not new. This, they only did it because they considered those mothers to be unfit. So they lost their ID. She's out of her mind. She also called 9-11, uh, 9-11 an incident. An incident yesterday. Well, the incident. Just, you know, so just an, just an incident. Excuse me? We'll get that coming up. Eight fifty-one. <laughs>
5: Are you sure?
1: I, I know we, we have to. There's other stuff we need to get to as well. Don't uh, don't you go anywhere. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Um.
5: You're not wrong when it comes to counting the clicks.
1: Yeah, how many? Oh, how many was that again? And then you got to wait. Hey, wait, see how fast. It's yeah. Going. Like, oh, what's right, going on fast. now? Oh, it's just the worst. It's the worst. But it's the last week. I'm sorry, last hour of the week. We should have started drinking. Did we start drinking? Because of those? of that video? That, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, 4.1% growth in the second quarter. And this is before everything's finalized with the EU. Mexico's getting on board. Should have a deal with them in a couple of months, according to Wilbur Ross. Canada, they're going to want to get in on it as well. China is going to suffer. It is we're going to have trade partners all around the world one on one instead of giant 20 country deals who cares about that it's to our best interest and yet the media is, is downplaying this you got to love it you got to love it it's so good New York Times said the number could be a bit too big <laughs> Second thing I think you need to know stupid de- uh, one dumb democrat in the house got support from republicans Which on the house appropriate way? who cares <laughs> House Appropriations Committee. Guys, like I don't like Jeff Sessions' idea to not just allow anybody that claims uh that they are a victim of domestic violence or gang violence to get asylum. Jeff Sessions said it because eighty percent according to Homeland Security, eighty percent of the, the domestic violence claims when they get to our border in the southwest are apparently illegitimate. Eighty percent. They can't be proven. But you get a Democrat saying we should get it back to the way it was, and then uh Republican Congressman Kevin Yoder, it's not Yoda pronounced New York style, it's Y O D E R Yoder. Yoder and uh because they say brenda brender anyway he approved it so it made its way out of that committee it could still get killed in the house and i hope it does this is just dumb it could we could end up with the hundreds of millions of people claiming asylum because there's 500 million people in those countries third thing i think you need to know uh north korea has returned 55 remains of our soldiers from the korean war uh the communist country that not too long ago, was firing missiles for years Threatening nuclear war is now returning our dead. You know why? It's because Trump's crazy. Three things I think you need to know. All right, so we have that, which is nice. And I have a lot of other news to get to you as well. Really quick, here is Nancy Pelosi. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Nancy, it's, she says it very quickly, and she kind of makes a mistake, where she refers to 9-11 as an incident. Ready? Uh, here we go. That
11: when we had the 9-11 incident and the commission oh. was formed... And they made a recommendation.:
1: The 9- why are you making a big deal about that? The 9/11 incident. Can you imagine 17 years ago when 9 /11 happened? if somebody referred to it as an incident and not a terrorist attack, the biggest attack on our soil in our history. 3,000 Americans killed. It's an incident. Incident. Yet one more time, Ryan, if you don't mind, this was part of the statement as well. Number 16, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, here we go. Wait, wait, oh, sorry. sorry, 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 I didn't. I, I know you're on a different screen. Uh, number 10, uh, wait a second, what did I say? 10? 16? 16. 16 is 10 seconds. Here we
11: go. Uh, we have a responsibility to protect our borders. Let's make no mistake about that. And Democrats have been strong on that point. All of our borders.
5: She sounds like Optimus Prime. I don't know
11: Only if she was as cool.
5: Yeah.
1: God, that's just freaky, isn't it? What a. You could th- put me down over there to make sure nothing. How many borders do we have, by the way? Uh, we have borders all around our entire. Country. We're supposed to have them everywhere. I mean, let's let's north, south, east, west. Let's discount the the ones next to water.
5: So what, why? Two? It's a border
1: too. It's a big deal. North and south, and east and west. Landlocked border, north and south. Hmm. But it's not exactly landlocked now, is it? Uh, by the way, I have an update for you. Hmm. Update on the straws. We had a call yesterday. This was fantastic. A listener. This is how good this show is. I'm not saying I'm taking credit but i'm saying the show is fantastic. Uh a listener who listens every day was out in Santa Barbara on business. And he called in cuz we were talking about the Santa Barbara law that they passed an ordinance they passed where if somebody gave out a straw an employee of whatever restaurant or whatever it is coffee shop, they give out a straw they could face up to 6 months in jail. They passed that in Santa Barbara. And so a guy called up and and he actually said i went to a coffee shop and i told the people about that law and they were like, "What?" Huh? Ooh, huh? So anyway, the guy, the show's so good, he's listening on the iHeartRadio app in Santa Barbara, as he has nothing better to do. I, I love it. I can't thank you enough. You know who doesn't listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app? Anybody that works for this company. Anyway, um, it's, too... it's said with love, right? Of course. It's love. It's l- I love it. It's love, and I love it.
4: Go home to mommy. It's
1: Friday. So, anyway, update on this. Oh, yeah. Fox News update. Santa Barbara backpedals on jail time for plastic straw fenders. (laughs) I find that to be funny and good. Because they're getting called out on this stupid stuff. Like, you're on this council. Maybe you really don't like the idea of plastic. Fine. You don't like the idea. Whatever, right? But to actually say that you're going to put somebody in jail for this is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And like when you're sitting on the council there, you sit back and say, even you get going somebody should have said, is this really a smart thing right now? Like, should, should we do this? Is this really, is this really, but no, it never happened. It never happened in that aspect. Okay. So anyway, um, Santa Barbara officials have denied the city was planning to impose jail sentences of up to six months for straw offenders. Of course, we were really going to do it. Apparently, it's not just straws, by the way. Restaurants, bars, supermarkets prohibited from providing their customers with plastic straws, plastic knives, forks, spoons, and stirrers. Right? Because they make their way to the ocean, and it just kills everybody and everything, and you name it, and you know it, and everything else. Of course... The scientists actually say that up to 95% of all the plastic pollution that's in the ocean comes from 10 rivers in Asia and Africa. But, man, we got to clean up our act here. We really we, we do. So and, I, play, and, by the way, this does it. And I hate when people say this because one, one guy who comes to the beer club every time he's a great guy except for he's a New York Rangers fan, which makes me question everything about him. But, anyway, uh, he's a big conservationist. And he's like, what? You know, I'm so against this. You know, the straws. And he's like, you know, he's – Go and Abby, and I get it. It's cool. We can have a good argument about it. Uh, But I'm like, again, we're not causing this. We're not doing what's wrong. And if it goes into a landfill, I get it, but it's not getting into the ocean. The whole thing's the ocean. And even the people in charge of this whole push say it's not even about the straws. They want to use this to get even more stuff out of our lives because they don't like it. That's the whole point. Anyway, remember, the, the ordinance there in Santa Barbara a fine not to exceed 1000 bucks, imprisonment for a term not exceeding six months for repeat offenders. It's pretty crazy, right? Pretty crazy. Um, well, Nina Johnson, senior assistant to city administrator of Santa Barbara, says nobody is facing jail time. Quote, Santa Barbara has not adopted a law banning plastic straws. A law is still being crafted to reduce the use of plastic straws. Wait. What? Wait, What? No one will go to jail for using a plastic straw, she said, or providing a straw to a customer. There is no intention to strictly enforce the ordinance. Ah, you know, that's the way libs look at all kinds of things, including border security. It may be illegal to cross the border, but we're not going to enforce it. Nope, nope nobody's going to get deported or locked. No, no, no. It, same freaking thing. I swear. The law, actually, the ordinance says what it says. But she's, we're never going to strictly enforce it. We just want to scare the hell out of people. We're the government. We're here to help. The city's plan, she says, is to work cooperatively with restaurants to ensure straws are available by request. It, it actually says, in the ordinance, you can face up to six, no more than six months in jail. Uh-huh. She insisted the, the language citing the six-month sentence is, quote, will most likely be deleted, as there's no intention to penalize businesses with jail time or fines. Well, I trust it. I mean, how can you not trust people that think it's a good idea? By the way, Tom Brady is again. They're all against. This is this is incredible.
5: I saw that video with the turtle, the
1: yeah. the straw in the nose with the cocaine problem.
5: Uh, let me tell you something. If that was a straw, it must have been made out of wood or some really heavy duty plastic because it was strong and it was deep. Secondly, hmm. I found a video with a plastic fork in a turtle's nose. So is that next on the bill? Get rid of plastic forks. They, they banned
1: cutlery is banned here. What? In in there was it's cutlery, straws. And stirs in that in Santa Barbara. Yes, oh, well. it's all going to happen. Eat with your hands. By the way, and I, and I was talking about this with another listener at the beer club at Mister Ron's last night. Now they want to stop the idea of you even having the option for it. But if you use it properly, you should be okay, right? I mean, you're not going to just throw it right in the ocean. You shouldn't. And if you do that, there's already a a, a fine, a penalty. You can't. You can't litter. So this reminds me of the people that get upset if somebody, you know, some bad guy does a, doesn't follow the law and does, commits a gun crime, shoots somebody, kills them, hurts them, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. The answer always is we need more gun laws, new gun laws, when we already have existing ones that work, but people, bad people don't follow laws. But people think that if you just keep passing laws, that eventually it's going to stop. Bad people are going to stop. But it doesn't work that way. It reminds me of this. There are already laws that say you can't litter. Can't do it. So now because there are dumb people that don't follow law, you're going to ban my use of it? That's the whole point. It's like the same thing with guns. So you're telling me that somebody takes a straw and throws it in the ocean, I can't use it to drink? I'm not going to do that. Don't make me suffer because somebody else is an idiot. What so, about our neighbors to the south?
5: I mean, turtles live down there, I too. I know, that's
1: the whole thing. That's why the whole Paris Climate Agreement was a joke, because we were going to have to close all of our coal, coal-fired coal power plants. We were going to, India wasn't. China wasn't. They're building them as fast as they can. We always suffer. Meanwhile, I saw there. I retweeted this yesterday uh, on Twitter. There is somebody named Rita Panahi. I don't know. She got a check mark next to her. She does. She's a reporter for the. Uh, oh, in, in, out in uh, Australia, right? Mm-hmm. She gets it. She tweeted out, and this is this is just hilarious here. I mean, this is this is too much. Um, she tweeted out. Meanwhile, in California, and I retweeted it at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. There were two articles side by side both from Los Angeles, both both about California, ready? Because Santa Barbara's in California, ready? The one article, knowingly exposing others to HIV is no longer a felony in California. That happened last year. And then it's right next to a headline, people who violate plastic straw ban could face jail time in California City. So they, California, apparently, it's much more important that you not use a straw than knowingly give someone HIV. And that's all you need to know about California, which again, and she writes this. I was going to make it. I just noticed this. Thank God for the Electoral College. Do you know, Trump, if you take away California, won the popular vote. That's why the Electoral College is there, because you have an entire state and it's the the most populated state full of insane people. Why should the other 49 states suffer because of one state full of insane people? How much more awesome should we do? We have 39 more minutes. We'll continue. 921. Your comments coming up. 880 KNST. 880 5678. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792. Sounds most stimulating talk. 926. Oh, you are about to get... Well, you have been stimulated. You're about to become more stimulated. You're, it's 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 happening. It's happening. Right before your ears. Garrett Lewis with you. Going to be 102 degrees. Scattered thunderstorms. High 90s all weekend long with thunderstorms. Pucker up. It's going to be good. Gonna have a lot of, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, you, want, you, want to hear, you want to hear winning? Because, again, 4.1% GDP growth. It is phenomenal. All we do is win, win, win. That's right. Right? I got a couple of things for you, okay? Um, it's a great thing that Justice Kennedy is retiring. It is a phenomenal thing. Justice Kennedy just said this a few minutes ago. Um, this is from uh, C-SPAN, which is so exciting. But That's why we get you the, the good stuff. You don't have to sit through the garbage. Uh, Justice Kennedy actually said this. Throw me up over there, real quick. As if, um, as if yesterday never happened, right? Uh, or the date was it Wednesday. When did, let's just listen to this. Here we go.
2: Europe is uh, is a place where I, I, I think we must always remain close to. It's of great concern to me uh, that we seem to be drifting away from Europe. We can't be what? an island ourselves. Europe is part of our Western heritage, and we must remain.
1: Um, really? So they're drifting away. Maybe you missed the whole, I don't know, press conference where uh, Trump got them to blink because we were getting ripped off. And they're like, we want to trade with you and we're going to knock down all these tariffs and barriers to make it more fair and, of course, more free. Maybe you missed that one. Hmm. Okay. So we have that. Now, speaking of trade and stuff like that, uh, I don't know if we we played, I think, part of it. Wilbur Ross, was it yesterday? When he, he brought up the fact that China actually, you know, look, China, we all, every country, look, they're our enemy. They're messing with us. They bought a whole bunch of soybeans ahead of time to hold on, to hoard them, uh, to try to make our farmers suffer and hate Trump. And they want Trump to suffer. They want Trump to suffer in the midterms because he is taking it to China, where we had Obama and Bush just do whatever China wanted, right? They're our enemy. So you want to hear stupid. You want You want to hear winning. You want to hear swamp versus common sense, right? I give you uh there is a senator and where did this go to Oh here here we go right here. This is also okay, this is yesterday. There is a senator and his name is um Brian Schatz. Just about everybody here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Brian Schatz, and he is talking to our trade representative, Robert Light Lightheiser, who's a smart guy. Trump picked him. You negotiate with the EU, you 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 do this stuff with China, you're in charge of trade for us. So this guy's upset that apparently He thinks China is going to beat us because, you know, the soybean, everything else. I just want you to listen to this. Uh, Here we go. Listen, here we go.
10: Because why would you stare down a non-democracy? They can incur more pain over more time than we can because we all have an obligation to our own small businesses and large businesses who are not just uh, on the edge of having a bad year, but on the edge of shutting down. Or losing contracts forever. So even if you come back and it's, you know, 18 months from now and the price of soybeans are now 14 bucks up from eight, we've lost our contracts. So how do we have leverage in a situation where they have unending patience and we have almost none?
1: Do you understand what he's saying right there real quick? Why are we staring down? Basically a communist government. We they can just they could subsidize everything because they're state owned. We can't do that because we're capitalists and we're we can't basically saying we can't beat them because they don't play by rules and we do. That's what the senator said. So what? Do we what what should we do? Should we become just like them? Really? We can't beat a communist country? Now listen to the response.
10: Well, I mean that's a long question and I'm prepared that's to fair. give you a long answer. First <laughs> of all, you sit you say the Chinese are clever because they have a 50-year view, we should be clever and have a two- or three-year view. That doesn't make any sense to me. I believe mm-hmm. that the... No, I'm saying uh, we're I a think... democracy, and so we take a shorter-term view because we are responsible to our voters periodically. So does that mean that democracies always lose to authoritarian Oh, there you go. Does that mean the state capital? No, it just... Loses? Does that mean... Sir, it just means you don't pick stupid fights. (laughs) Oh,
1: there we we can't check. Look,
10: if your conclusion is that China taking over all of our technology and the future of our children is a stupid fight, then you are right. We should capitulate. (laughs) My view is that's... How we got where we are. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a stupid fight. I don't know a single person that's read this report that think it's a stupid fight to say China should not be able to come in and steal the future of American. Yep. Me, I'm not, it make any sense. I'm not it suggesting that we have any disagreement about our end goal. But that's like telling me you're like a golf pro saying, make sure you hit it in the middle of the fairway. Everybody wants to hit it in the middle of the fairway. Everybody wants better trade about? deals. We are doing it badly right now. Well, tell me That's how what's happening.
1: Tell me how you do it. yeah.
10: I, I run out of time. Thank you.
1: There you go. Ah. We can't beat a communist government. It just, it just can't happen that way. It can't happen that way. It's just, oh, just, excuse me? So we should just sit back and take in the shorts and let them steal our technology and beat our kids in jobs and then just eventually beat us to be the overall superpower of the planet. And let communism rule. Because we don't have the guts to stand up to them for a few months. And the way we do it is exactly what Trump did. He opened up the markets. It's not just selling soybeans to China. Where, you know, we have a whole new market. We're going to sell even more to Europe. But guess what, China? Screw you. We don't need you. Not as much as we did. You need us. This is how you win. We'll have more. 880-KNST. 880-5678. Uh, we will continue. Central Pet. Eight eight two seventy five seventy seven. Eight eight two seventy five seventy seven. The heat is not going away. I can't stress this enough. I love my dog. Do you love your dog? I brought my dog to Central Pet to get rattlesnake avoidance training. It takes like two minutes. I'm not kidding you. They have classes. They train your dog in a matter of like two minutes to be able to smell and recognize rattlesnake. So if you're walking on a trail or in your neighborhood, you never know when a rattlesnake is going to come out. Your dog will smell it ahead of time, literally freeze up and pull you the other direction. It's incredible. There was a dog in Phoenix, Todd. You see the story a few weeks ago, Todd? Todd got bit in the face by a rattlesnake, took the bite for the owner. Dog's going to be okay, but what, the, the pain, the cost, you name it? Why not look out for your dog and yourself? Central Pet, this is one of the many things they do. Rattlesnake avoidance training. Find out when the next class is. Call 882-7577. You can find out more by going to centralpetaz.com. Leading talk. 942, three things I think you need to know. Number one, 4.1% growth. In the GDP, that is huge. Uh, First quarter up 2.2. I'll give you some good details about that as well in a second. Uh, The haters are hating. I'll tell you what the media is saying about it. Second thing that I think you need to know, stupid uh, Republicans control the committees. They control everything, the House and the Senate. Appropriations Committee let it get out that they want to overturn Jeff Sessions, one of the few things he's done well. Jeff Sessions said no more asylum laws where we just let everybody in if they say gang violence or domestic violence. 80% 80% of the claims for asylum using that are illegitimate, according to Homeland Security Secretary Nielsen. Now, now you're ready for this? Uh, one Democrat said we should change it and go back, and the Republicans agreed. So it's out of that committee and can go to a vote in the House where I hope they kill it. I hope they do. Third thing I think you need to know, North Korea, the communist dictator, uh, thug Kim Jong-un, cooperating, returned 55 remains of dead American heroes. Uh, this... Would never have happened under anybody else, right? Uh, you think it would have happened under Hillary? Three things I think you need to know. Nah, she uh, would have sold him uranium. Wow. <laughs> or something. Uh, breaking news really quick. Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. Come on. CBS network boss Les Moonves. You know Les? He runs CBS for a long, I mean, forever. Now accused of sexual misconduct, Ronan Farrow broke that story uh, Ronan Farrow is the one that broke the, the all the story. I think the Matt Lauer all these stories. He's the he's the one that did the the Harvey Weinstein one. Actually, that's what that was the Harvey Weinstein. Now Les Moonves. Oh boy, CBS wants to investigate. People are selling off shares like crazy. Um, hmm. All these big Hollywood guys, huh? All these big Hollywood guys interesting all right so we have that okay What it's true all right it's true um so when it comes to uh, the economy i want to give you a stephen moore who we had on this show who was really good uh stephen moore is part of the uh, the trump economic team he puts out facts out there he's up with the club for growth actually now too and he, he's he was uh, during the campaign was helping trump he's with the club for growth now throw him up over there if you don't mind on cn this morning cnn this morning talking about uh, the obama economy versus the trump economy here we go
0: well first of all let me just address this issue of about reversion to the mean I mean let's not forget that the economy was decelerating when Obama left office the uh, over uh, Obama's last year in office the economy grew at 1.6%. Now we're, now for the last year the economy's growing a little bit over 3. By the way, I was on the campaign, most liberal economists said it would be impossible for Trump to get to 3 or 4% four, four growth, and we're there now. Um, mm. and, and for I one just, quarter. Right? <laughs> for one quarter
11: we're at Yeah, we're no, I am so, no, talking growth. about
0: for the last four, four quarters the economy's growing at a little bit over 3%. Um, so look, I in mean, your face no CNN kind of Trump effect here in terms of his policies. Now, you asked the question about trade. I mean, look, I think the media has really buried the lead here a little bit about what happened the other day with this EU deal. Uh, I've been following this obviously very close. I've talked many times to Donald Trump. Uh, I think that this was a game changer. What happened on Wednesday, where the Europeans mm-hmm. blinked, and they, they never want to talk about it. Uh, they basically said, "Look, we, we don't, we can't live with these uh, tariffs that Trump is proposing, especially the Germans on the auto tariffs." I, and exactly, I, what, hold on, let me just finish my point. Okay. And what happened was that, uh, that the Europeans said we will reduce our tariffs over time. Yep. Ultimately, what we hope yeah. to get to is a zero tariff policy with europe which would be a total game changer or it would advantage the united states and now that allows us to focus on
1: china so i think mm-hmm. that the, the trade picture has improved a lot all right there you go but no but 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 just one quarter but 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 Mm-hmm. you want to hear something you never thought you'd hear MSNBC on the GDP numbers. Here we go. we
3: got some breaking news here. The economy grew 4.1% in the second quarter, just getting that number in. It matched expectations from economists and is the best reading since 2014. U.S. Mm. markets are getting a big boost on this news. Jonathan Lemire, great news. Hang on, what you
1: hear right now is Mika's face frowning
6: country, and the president is sure to capitalize on it. I'm watching my phone for the tweet that's coming at any time, but this is also the heart of the issue. As much as this, of course, this investigation matters, these stories matter, the tape matter. No, they right don't there, matter. About the, the, his the economy, that is going to depe- play more of a role in his re-election chances than anything else. Uh, and this is something, if, if the economy keeps roaring, we certainly have plenty of time for it to slow down.
1: Oh, but we want it. That
6: is something that the president is going to wrap his arms around. We expect a full court press here over the weekend. In an and an-
1: then they'll also claim that uh, he he paid the economy off to not say anything after he wrapped his arms around it. And there's going to be uh, Michael Evanati as a lawyer for the economy and a whole big scandal. Did Trump really wrap his arms around it? Did he not? Did he know it? Did Melania
6: know it? Next week about the economy, how the Trump economy is bringing back jobs. We saw it yesterday in the Midwest with that factory plant opening. Mm-hmm. That's the turf he wants to be on right now and not all of this stuff. Well, let's say- no
1: kidding. And who brings it back to all the other stuff? You guys. You fools. All right, so you want some? You want some? Uh, you want some details? You want some good stuff? All right. When it comes to the economy, oh boy, the winning, the winning, the winning, uh, increase in non—basically non-residential. I guess you can call it improvements. Basically, what they're saying is there's more businesses, large, small, medium, in between, you name it, that are spending more money on improvements, capital spending, that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's happening. It's It's huge. In quarter two, this quarter, consumer spending grew at 4% while non-residential business investment jumped 7.3%. Non-residential business investment, meaning business investing in their business, whether it's through capital, labor, whatever it is. That's what they're doing. This is pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Boost in exports. There you go. So this is is a big deal. Uh, Some economists said it was going to be higher. Uh, It didn't work out that way. That's all right. This is where we're going, and it's going to be more consistent in that aspect. But for the past four quarters, it's over 3% growth, right? Uh, A full year of GDP growth hasn't topped 3% in 14 years. This is 18 months in. Tax cuts just started, what, seven months ago, eight months ago? No, February 1st, wasn't it? So it was like, uh, yeah, February 1st, I believe. So not, jeez, not even six months ago. So uh, we have that, which is nice. And you know what happens when you get this phenomenal news. Oh, it play really quick, really quick, really quick. I need you to play something if you missed it. Ruth Marcus, Washington Post editorial writer, number eight. Well, yesterday, previewing, the because they knew the awesome economic numbers were, were going to come. She's on Chris Matthews' show on MSNBC. So knowing it's going to come, she wanted to warn you. Uh, that they're not real. Listen.
2: President Trump is going to take a lot of credit for these good numbers. Don't believe him. He's... uh, It's a lot of people who bought things because they're worried about his tariffs and a lot of false growth from uh, tax cuts juicing the economy that it's going to then slow down. Don't buy it.
1: (laughs) Juicing the economy. You got steroids? Yeah, like like when Obama printed money with quantitative easing, one, two, and three. But okay, you're right. And the stimulus, that worked out well. You know what I call this? I call this win.